I'm Jeff MacArthur, and the University of Toronto and University of Calgary, they have teamed up and found what they believe to be an effective drug treatment for stroke. And for more on this exciting announcement, we're joined now by Dr. Rick Schwartz, researcher with the University of Toronto and stroke neurologist at Sunnybrook. The doctor joins us here now. Doctor, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And uh, tell us a bit more about this uh, discovery, about this a new drug that uh, apparently dissolves clots. Is that correct? Yeah, thank you for having me. We, uh, we've studied a new medication to try to, we call them clot busters, to reverse a stroke as it's happening. So there is a, a current standard of care. We call it TPA or Altaplase that, that we use as a clot buster. And we compared a newer drug, a newer version of it, uh, to see if we can modernize uh, stroke care a little bit. Uh, the existing, the older drug has been around since 1995, and there hasn't been a new treatment in, in almost 30 years. Okay, what makes this updated or this new drug uh, a bit more of a, a game changer? So there's a number of practical advantages. Um, it's, a, it's a lot easier to give. So it's a modified version. They do the same thing in the body. Um, they bind to a, a protein called fibrin, which is part of a clot. They dissolve that. And that helps the clot break up and go away, which restores blood flow to the brain. Uh, the newer one is uh, a little more specific. So it really goes after the clots, not any kind of bleeding in the body. It gets into the clot faster. It stays in the blood longer. So it can work when, when min every minute counts in a stroke, it can work at the clot to open it up a little bit faster. We think it's better for large clots, for the biggest clots that cause the most severe strokes. And from a workflow perspective, it's much, much easier and faster to give. The older drug requires a bolus uh, over a couple of minutes and then a big pump and an infusion over an hour. This is a one-time push that can be done very quickly. Uh, and when speed is of the essence in an emergency stroke, that's really important. Yeah, talk to us a little bit more, doctor, if you could about that, because as I think most of us know, you're absolutely right. Time is essential when it comes to somebody who is having a stroke. So if they present at the hospital in the emergency room, uh, this new drug, uh, the ease of uh, using it uh, can really make a difference when it comes to any sort of uh, possible effects or long-term effects of a stroke? That's right. So, so as you said, we, one of the big messages we always say is time is brain and we want people to act fast to call 911 right away. If they have weakness or speech problems or vision problems that come on all of a sudden, they shouldn't just think they're weak or tired or have a rest. They need to call an ambulance, call 911 and get to a stroke center. This drug is really valuable because we can get it in quickly, it, it makes busy emergency rooms act more efficiently in stroke, which is vital. Even a 15 minute quicker treatment time can actually improve the chances of good outcomes uh, down months later. So it really every few minutes makes a huge difference. And so that's one area that this drug can really help. Another one is in smaller centers, community hospitals, if you don't make it to a Sunnybrook, uh, to a larger stroke center, uh, sometimes people are sent to the smaller centers. Uh, this drug is more familiar and comfortable because it's been around and used for heart attacks at smaller centers. Uh, so we're hoping it will increase uptake and use because people are comfortable with it. And if people need to be sent to the larger centers for there is a surgical procedure we sometimes do for the larger clots to try to grab them and take them out. And we move people around the system from smaller uh, hospitals to the comprehensive centers to get this procedure done. With the, with the older drug, they have to come with a nurse who monitors the infusion. The transfers take much longer. This time, with this drug, now 
we're hoping to reorganize the system so people can just treat and go uh, and not require the same level of intense uh, monitoring that slows things down to get them the definitive care. So there's multiple different ways we think this could speed things up. And Dr. Schwartz, just how prevalent is stroke right now? Are you seeing, uh, is the medical community, are we, are we seeing uh, more and more uh, cases? Yeah, the prevalence of stroke is rising uh, in Canada and globally. Uh, it's becoming more common in younger people. It's becoming uh, increasingly complex. So uh, we're, we're seeing stroke in people with multiple comorbidities. Uh, even COVID has had an impact uh, that COVID does increase the risk uh, of, of strokes as well. So uh, we're, we're continuing to see rises in stroke. Um, and, you know, all of the things that we talk about all the time, not smoking and uh, watching blood pressure and treating cholesterol and blood sugar and exercise and all those good things are reducing the chances of stroke uh, for some people. Uh, but as our population is aging, um, and as we're having uh, greater metabolic syndromes, these kinds of risk factors at younger and younger ages, even childhood obesity, we're kind of, uh, we're, we're running a losing race against those factors, even as we're getting better control over risk factors more generally, if that makes sense. All right, just finally, uh, let me ask you, I got to listen a minute here, but I understand this uh, new drug uh, was compared to, to the current drug in a medical uh, trial. Results have been uh, published. Uh, when do we expect, or is it already uh, widely available, uh, this treatment? So the, tre the treatment is available. The dose we used was half the dose of the heart attack drug. So right now the heart attack drug is available and we can mix it and use it. We're working uh, with provinces and across the country and with individual hospitals uh, to ensure that people get the right dose. We don't want them to get the higher dose. That could be dangerous in the brain, can cause bleeding. Uh, so we need to make sure that it's rolled out effectively and safely. We need to make sure there's adequate supply in parts of the world. Tenecta plays uh, with supply chain issues and COVID was, was challenging. So the rollout is going to be happening over the coming months, we expect. Uh, and we, saw, we showed in this the largest stroke uh, acute stroke trial ever done in Canada, um, ever done uh, one of the largest ever done globally, uh, we were able to get over, uh, we got 1,600 patients recruited during the pandemic and showed really that this drug is at least as good and a trend towards better. Uh, so we think that even, even without all the process advantages and the logistical changes we're talking about, yeah. we think we're going to help more people recover from stroke by transitioning to this drug. And that's really exciting. Absolutely. An important and exciting development in the treatment of stroke. Uh, Dr. Schwartz, thanks for sharing this and thanks for your time today. Thank you, Jeff. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. You bet.